Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Kinane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, at least that was our initial intentions. Uh, but if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals, Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. Everything's a little sticky. Well, everything's a little sticky, but it looks like we're going. You'll be all right. You're gonna be okay. Story of my story of my life. Um, <laughs> this is the Boogie Monster Patreon bonus question <sighs> and answer, also known as a Q and A. It's Q and Q. We just question your questions. That's a true conspiracy exactly. podcast. <laughs> one of the funniest uh, that reminds me one of the funniest tweets I ever saw uh, I love a I love a concise joke I love word economy uh, and this is this is not even word economy this is almost letter economy but uh, several years ago Shane Moss tweeted question everything question mark <laughs> <laughs> he oh he's always like one of the good one-liner dudes Oh my god! Yeah, his first album was all just one-liner stuff, setup punch, and so damn funny. He good with some about jokes. his oh, always, always trying. His buddy was a doctor, and he's always trying to get him to give him a proctology exam. And his buddy goes, "Dude, I'm an eye doctor. Well, good. Then look in my butt." <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, then look in my butt. I like the kind of comedians that you laugh at it, but if you had paid if you paid money to be at that show, you'd be angry. <laughs> because you're laughing at it, but you'd be like, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, what's going on today, buddy? Spilling shit. Not uh, taking yeah. the trash out yesterday, knocked the mirror off my car. Spilling mm. beers over here. I just, um, I'm barely holding it together up here, man. Yeah, what's it's going the on? Rac- man? The gotta... raccoons got into the squirrel feeder. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe, like, I got, it's like a six by six by six box that the squirrels can go uh-huh. and lift the little lid up. And it was, I would fill it up every other day. I'm filling this thing up with peanut. Like, These squirrels are. Eating me out of house and home over here. <laughs> and then the other night we're looking and it's a fat ass raccoon perched on, on, on the ledge, which is the meant for the size of a squirrel and a whole raccoons uh-huh. up there. Jeez. And the raccoons, like you catch them and you're like, Hey, and they just look at you like, this is cool. Right. <laughs> oh, Hey, I'm Mark. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's Dave up? said it was cool. Yeah, no, no. Uh, no, we'll bring snacks next week. You got this week. We'll bring them next week. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. 
You got a bunch of raccoons back there, dude. They were, yeah, there was about two or three. And then one last night, I just looked and it was just looking in the door. Like we got the patio door and it's just looking at us. And I opened the door to shoot away and it just started walking towards me like, oh, cool, I can come inside. Like, no, man. I saw you or, or Rachel, somebody had a story, an uh, Instagram story, where uh, uh, the cat was inside and right outside was the raccoon. Yeah. They were kind of having a standoff. Yeah. And then she had another story the other day where they were on the fence and we were lighting them up and it looked like true prison break where like the spotlight finds the criminal <laughs> climbing on the fence. I mean, they're. Fu- Our, I, I, uh, I wouldn't mind them if it wasn't like, I don't want them messing with the cat and I don't want them getting in the garage. Yeah. I'm, I've always been leery of uh, raccoons. Are they? Can they be aggressive? Or yes. Or if they bite you or scratch you, do they carry diseases? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're bad news, yeah. man. Huh. Huh. They're bad. Don't let their cute little faces. I feel like like yeah. possums have gotten the short end of the stick because they're ugly as hell. But really, yeah. raccoons are the ones you got to worry about. So <laughs> that's what we got going on out Critter there. Talk. Yeah, and then we have like cra- yeah we. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe we just have a weekly raccoon check-in. Doesn't have to be a long podcast. Uh-huh. All right. Tell us about your raccoon. Share your raccoon tales. We'll take some calls. We'll take some advice. We'll get some experts. We'll get some regional oh, experts man. how to deal with raccoons. Varmint. I don't know why. Uh, Varmint chat. Why, why do I like raccoons, but I hate rats? Because a raccoon, you think... I mean, well, not you think. A raccoon is bigger, and there's, I don't know. Like, if I saw a raccoon walking down the sidewalk, it wouldn't bother me. But if I saw a big old rat, I would, I'd cross the street. You shave all these animals, and you won't like any of them. You get, yeah. a, a rat is just a squirrel with no hair on its tail. If a rat had hair on its ta- tail, people would love it. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. I, I, I love squirrels, but I hate rats. Basically the same animal. Ugly animals don't, don't get... Why do you, why do you think people are like oh a ladybug landed on me better make a wish it's still an insect uh-huh. if any other yeah. bug landed on you you'd freak out mm-hmm. it's still you flip it over it's an insect but ladybugs because huh. looks like a shiny little piece of candy oh look at this cute <laughs> thing you let it crawl on you but let some let a millipede crawl over your body more legs Ooh. more love to give yeah. Then you you lose your mind. Mm. Oh well. So just something else to worry about. Just uh, something else. Just another thing to worry about. <laughs> just some more bullshit to get into. I hear you, man. What? Should we uh, should we a some cues here? I think we should. Let's get I, it started. I uh, think patrons we... again. Go ahead, bud. No, I, I, you're going to say a nice thing, and you should. Yeah, I was just—I was going to thank the patrons. Uh, say it, you know. Try to try to say it every every episode, every month. Uh, but sincerely, appreciate the hell out of you guys. Uh, we were just talking off air about uh, how since since March, since all this COVID hit, uh, we've actually uh, had an increase in uh, patrons, which I was anticipating a drop off, and uh, understandably so. But. Uh, yeah, it just keeps growing every month. So uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll do our part to uh, deliver mediocre bullshit week after week. 
We're getting there, man. We're we're getting. We even we, we even didn't put out an episode because we knew it was didn't even meet our standards. Which wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to kick that one off the conveyor belt <laughs> for us to say this one sucks. Oh man. Well, let's get into it, All man. All right. I always like to uh, first come first serve. Looks like the first question this month was from William Shoulders. Uh, Old Bill Shoulders. <laughs> Uh, hey, Kyle and Dave, I've been talking about renting a house with a couple of friends. Do y'all have any tips or suggestions on how to live with roommates since I have no experience in this field? Well, I always, I've always heard this, uh, this saying, and it, it stuck with me. And I, I, I think maybe it's true in some... If you want to uh, lose a friend, move in with them. <laughs> that was uh, told, told to me uh, more than one occasion when I was thinking about moving in with various friends over the years. And um, a couple times uh, that's rang true, uh, but there's also been times where, uh, you know, it hasn't. So that is one thing to uh, consider there, William. Uh, these people you're moving in with, if they're if they're good buds on the surface, that might make sense. But uh, in the long term, you know, it might hamper your relationship. So you gotta got to be careful there. Well, you've, had, you've had a lot of roommates. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, basic... Uh, Basic respect for one another and just the idea, like, I mean, I would say even as far as being in a relationship and living with somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, I'll criticize myself where it's like, oh, yeah, I, you clean up after yourself. Yeah. And, like, Rachel's like, let's just put a chore wheel in, make it easy. Mm -hmm. But we've kind of fallen into, like, which roles, like, oh, I do this, she does that. But, yeah, um, we do that, too. Without without really addressing it, it just, just kind of fell into that way of like, oh, she, she does this, I do that. Cool. I never had, yeah, I never had it too shitty. Like, hopefully maybe your friends, like, you already kind of got the idea who they are, and the thing is, like, it's like, oh, well, how did it, the shared space is going to be what's up? Living rooms, kitchens. But uh, I never had, I mean, I had either psychos or just fine roommates. Or yeah. where I look back and I was the asshole. I was the loud one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was I yeah. was a shitty roommate for people. I know that. Yeah, and the other thing, William, you got to uh, keep in mind is you know the the money situation. You don't want to uh, you don't want to team up with somebody in a roommate situation if they're uh, unreliable because that'll definitely uh, stress the yeah. arrangement. If if they're always late on rent or you're having to cover their part of the you know the cable bill or whatever, so that's important. Um, yeah, eat your own food, <clears throat> pay for your bills, then be uh, respectful as an adult. I think that's all you got to worry about. I was, I was always like, especially when I smoke, like, can't smoke outside. I'll just smoke in the bathroom and blow it in the vent. Like that's not how that works. <laughs> that just blows the smoke directly into the rest of the apartment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was a shitty roommate. I was crummy. Have you had any real nightmare stories though? Like cops ever come because of you and a roommate? No, I had my uh, my one roommate that I lived with only for a few months because it was just too crazy. But that was the dude uh -huh. who was like massive alcoholic and like <clears throat> would fall asleep in my room, drunk, or just uh -huh. pass out totally naked in different parts of the apartment. And he was, yeah, he was one where I was like, man, I'm gonna find this dude dead, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, so is that the. Uh is that the, the, the dude who did eventually pass away? Yep. 
Ah, man, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a guy who got up. sent home from work because they thought he was having a heart attack. So we went and got chicken fried steak at Denny's. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make jokes. You can. <laughs> Is that what Probably killed him? Send me home. Tell Dude. me I'm dying. Fuck you guys. Let's go Dude. get chicken fried steaks. <laughs> All right, man. Did he die that afternoon? No, no. I he died a <laughs> couple years ago. I had I had uh. lost contact with the fella. I lived with him, man. That was thirteen years ago or something. But he yeah. he passed away about three or four years ago. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but yeah, he was a he was a wild one, man. <clears throat> you live like there's no tomorrow. Eventually, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. But uh, all right, William. Yeah, anyway, good, luck, good news. Yeah, good news. Hey, man. <laughs> good time, yeah, baby. How that works out, buddy. Uh, what else? Uh, Robert Willis asks, Dave, is there a Christmas squatch? Uh, sure, the Yeti uh, or, or any any white Sasquatch. I feel like that would be the Christmas model. Much like the, uh, the Christmas the, was it the Macy's Christmas teddy bear, was it Macy's or Riches that had the white teddy bear they release every Christmas way back in the day? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I mean I know that like it's usually polar bears they associate because the the most vicious of all bears. Yeah. But oh, we yeah. want to talk about true white privilege. <laughs> polar bears get their marketing up to every Christmas. Like oh, this is because Christmas because they're white, even though they're worse for everybody. There's your yeah. metaphor for things. Mm-hmm. Well, the the colors match the color scheme with the with the red and the white and the green. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm trying to. Yeah, there's a Christmas squatch, Robert. Uh, you got one there, bud. What do you? Yeah, got? Well, I didn't. I realized I didn't open up all the questions. So let me throw another one out while, oh, okay. I'm, while I'm still cracking these. Uh, open. Let's see here. <clears throat> Uh, Meaty Gonzalez, uh, if you could wake up fluent in any language. Meaty Gonzalez. (laughs) What would you choose? we got some great handles on this uh, thread. Yeah, that's a great question. If I could be fluent in any language. Well, I guess, I mean, practically speaking, uh, being in Southern California, I guess it would be nice to be uh, much more fluent in Spanish. Yeah. But... I just I, I just like I like Spanish. You know, you know what though. And all right, I'm not making fun. Uh, I always have to be careful when I start talking this way. But <laughs> it would be rad as fuck. What if I just spoke like fluent Vietnamese or Mandarin? And I but I and I could just lay it down. And I'm not going to do an example or an impression. Good, smart move. But. but but you go ahead and you think about that. You insert the act out in your own mind of uh, Dave just just getting real heated uh, in, in Vietnamese language. Well, the you know? the guys I know th- that uh, uh, the guys I met in China, my buddy Andy, who has the comedy club out in Hong Kong, does. I think he speaks Mandarin. Uh-huh. He's like it always freaks people out. When it's just a white dude from Australia who speaks pretty fluent, like he performs in Mandarin, like he'll do comedy in Mandarin. Yeah, that was. I I might be uh, misappropriating this quote, but I thought it was. um, Oh shit! Who's the English comedian that cross dresses? Um, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Eddie Izzard. Izzard. Yeah, 
And he like he learned Mandarin to do comedy. And somebody's like, "Why would you go that far?" He's like, "Do you know how many people speak this language?" Like just like, as a mm. pure, it's like when like when business yeah. people are like, "Oh, I'm going to learn what languages where the business I'm doing is being conducted." It's like you've just opened yeah. up the door to that many more possibilities, and that's why I would love to learn. So I, I can't say I'd love to learn. I could j- just do it. You could sit there do do these things, and I'm not, so I shouldn't. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, just to be able to do comedy in more places, I would like to learn yeah. Spanish to do uh, comedy. I was gonna get Trampoline in a Ditch translated into Spanish. Really, I'm trying to still figure out how to do that. <clears throat> just because, yeah, not just subtitles, but like have someone, a native Spanish speaker, just do the, just perform the album. <laughs> but then there wouldn't be any laughs or anything. It would just be. <laughs> <laughs> an hour of someone doing my jokes in Spanish. But I'm like, why not? Why not just let it be out there as a thing? I, I bet there's a way to mix that where it would sound good. They just they keep the album as is, but uh, the the dude comes in and he, and he times it out to where he's speaking over you, basically. But then when he's done, we hear your original laughs that you get. Well, I, I mean, even that's too far into the trickery of it. I would just want, like, hey, here's here's this comedy. How many, you, like, you think, like, how many things are translated into English for people Jeez. who speak English only to enjoy? Uh-huh. It's like, why can't yeah. it go the other way? That's true. <clears throat> that's a good idea, dude. And I'd love to, like... I sh- I should uh, put my money where my mouth is on that one. Mm-hmm. I should put my dinero where my where me boca is. Uh huh. See. Yeah. See. I know. I got some. <laughs> I'm. I, I've always been impressed with people who speak multiple languages. Like you hear. I don't know. It just seems like you hear. I don't know. You'd be reading a biography of somebody. Oh, did you know that uh, Alexander Graham Bell spoke five different languages fluently? Or, and that's just a made up example, but uh, I hear that a lot about so and so spoke three languages. There's there's athletes. There's some of these uh, European born uh, basketball players come over here, and they're like, oh yeah, uh, uh, Luka Donovic or whatever. Luka Doncic speaks four languages. Like that's that's so impressive, especially outside the context of like academia. Like okay, if you're a if you're a professor, that's okay. That's neat. But like just oh, this guy plays basketball and he speaks four languages. Yeah, but that, what, that blows my mind. But what if you know, what if your life was true? Like, I mean, you have your country is the size of a state that's here. So what if people in the surrounding states that you grew up in spoke other languages that would bleed over? Yeah. So the access. Yeah. The access to that language is easier from a young age, which they say it's easier to learn a language when you're younger. So if uh-huh. if you have kids, I would be like, oh, man, if I, I'm not having kids. But if I did another language would be one of the things that would be in the curriculum right away. Because it's easier to learn before you've already learned English, so you only know the way that's spoken, and then these other things will be competing for the the logic you apply to English. Yeah, you know where it's like in yeah. Spanish, it's like oh the uh, la casa del Dave, the house of Dave, but here we say Dave's house, and so now you're trying to uh-huh. unlearn things, one like learn it all at the same time, and it's easier. Plus, yeah. like, what if we just embraced the idea of people speaking different languages in this country instead of like, oh, speaking Spanish, why are you speaking English? You're American. You'd be like, great, I should learn a little bit of Spanish. We should all know a yeah. little bit of someone else's culture at, at the very least. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a, yeah, just a don't good thing. Don't be stubborn thing. about yeah. it. Well, this is America. I'm not going to learn Spanish if this is America. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great point. Uh, however, there are a lot of Spanish-speaking people in America, and one day you might need to communicate with them in an emergency or something. So. But no, fuck that. Or just as a as a, just greasing the wheels of society. Yeah, just yeah. Man, that reminds me. I was watching some Norm McDonald clips the other day, and uh, he goes, "I can't do a Norm impression, so I, I won't try." But he's just <laughs> like, you know, they say English is the hardest language to learn. I I don't know about that. For me, it's the easiest. Like <laughs> that crack. Uh, no, Norm McDonald. Yeah, People love a deadpan. Oh, man. I don't know what's going on with him personally. I guess he gets in some trouble, you know, in the last year or so about some of the stuff he said. But Maybe. that dude know. can write a fucking joke, man. I'll give him that. Um, fucking jokes. Here's a quick, quick one from our pal Trixie Emerson. What's the grossest thing you'll eat that's actually good? <clears throat> that's, a good hmm. that's a good question. That is a great question. Um well, then it's not gross, the though, gross, if you like it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've talked about this on uh, Dave's Kitchen a lot. I There's really only one food that I can really think of that I won't eat. And when I say won't, like, I'll eat it if you dare me. But <laughs> the, put it this way, the only, if this came on an entree that I ordered, it would the only time I would ever modify my order would be uh, no goat cheese, please. Oh, uh, That's the okay. only thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know why. Goat cheese, just, ugh, no no thanks. But there's, I really struggle to find any other example of something that I that I would ask you to leave off of my plate, you know, I've, other than goat cheese. I, you know what, I, I, I don't, I'm not put off by it, but it's never like, ooh, goat cheese. I'm never like thrilled mm-hmm. that goat cheese showed up to a party. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. It <clears throat> tastes like... You can, and I get that maybe that's the point or the appeal, but like you can taste the barnyard. It tastes like hay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to really be in the mix with some other things. Nobody's just like, ah, oh, give me just a piece of goat cheese. Ugh. Um, I'm. Ugh. I, I don't think it's gross. I'm never like disturbed by it, but I'm never looking to incorporate it. Uh-huh. You know, my things. I've already spoken my mind about cilantro and about ginger. Uh, I don't think those are gross. I just don't like them. Shit, we ate. Huh. We forgot that we put some like broccoli cheddar cheese thing and like left it in the oven overnight to warm it. And then Rachel was preheating the oven yesterday and burnt the shit out of it. We were still picking at it. <laughs> so I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know if that counts. <laughs> Something that was sat in an oven That's for funny. 24 hours until we burnt the shit out of it the next night. Oh, and we're still like, ah, we could work around the crispy bits. That's funny. You got to check that oven before you preheat in case shit left anything. Yeah, well, oh. what are you, you going to do, man? But, yeah, I I, that, I don't think. The so, grossest I, thing you'll eat that's actually good. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people hate mayonnaise and stuff, and uh, I love it. Uh, but to me, like, what else? If, I see, if I get in a mindset of what's gross, uh-huh. like I just had some fake crab today. I'm still eating seafood, and. Like meat, like to me, the thing that is good, I like meat. I still eat, like I can eat meat. But if I really uh-huh. think about the idea of it, that's what gets me to try more things. Like somebody like, oh, I'll have a steak. But if somebody's like, oh, this is like a tongue taco. Somebody's disgusted by the idea. I was like, you're already eating 
a part of this animal. Yeah. Why, why are like, is, is the marketing got you that you d- decide that one part's food and the other part's disgusting? That's the, like this marketing. That's just them telling yeah. you this is a steak, but these are eyeballs. Like if you're already eating it, just eat it. You could just eat all of it. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, I don't think you have an excuse to not eat any part of that animal if you're already eating one part of it, which is how it got yeah. me to go the other way. We're like, maybe I shouldn't eat any of this. Like, why am I so easily like, oh, a hamburger is just a hamburger. Like, no, it's still part of that thing. Like, if somebody was like, oh, there's well, eyeballs I, in this, you'd be like, gross. Like, why? There's rat shit in and it. And I guess this, <laughs> I guess the same logic could apply to the animal itself. You know, like, ugh, I don't want to eat this animal, but you eat this other animal all the time. Oh, yeah, you can, like, oh, you don't eat the pig, like, you don't eat swine if you're Muslim. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, Dwayne Dwayne Kennedy was a a black comic and Mm -hmm. still one of the best ever, but he just had a joke about, like, yeah, I was looking into joining the Muslim Brotherhood. I went to a few meetings, and then... Went to one and like, all right, man, just got to give up pork and white women. He's like, I'll see you brothers later. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> I could do. What was the He's like, I could give up pork, but pork isn't going to call you in the middle of the night like a white woman. <laughs> hey, Dwayne, <laughs> what you doing right now? Hold on. Is this half a slab? <laughs> half a slab. Oh just God. like said, I had to give up pork and white women. Like I'll catch you, brothers, later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I don't know. I don't know. It's um, gross. I think maybe. Well, uh, raw raw oysters, I love, but I totally understand. You know how someone could look at that and be disgusted. Uh, I can understand oysters I mean, and yeah, some sushi things being like wow. Pig's feet? You ever had pig's feet? I tried a pig's foot, the one and only time, a pickled pig's foot, at some yeah. crackhead bar in downtown L.A., huh. where we all, like, we were just drunk, and we bought one, and it was me and my buddy Jeff, and Bronger was there. Me and Jeff tried to take a little nibble off, and it was like, oh, and Bronger's, like, all foodie, like, nah, give me that thing, and just, like, went down the side of it, like... Just like like when you see like an old romance movie when somebody's kissing somebody's foot, like, you know, like went for it, like corn on the cob, just shaved side of it off <laughs> and then just spit it on the floor immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. man, you got to know, like not to make the joke worse, but you got to put your toe in the water first. It was uh, it was horrible. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> Why, what's your, what's did, your stance uh, on it? Oh, I, I like them. I, I don't know if I've had a pickled uh, pig's feet, pig's foot, but uh, one of my favorite restaurants in a, in the country is in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, a place called Casey's Barbecue Bojangles. Buffet. Oh, <laughs> <Bojangles>. <laughs> uh, and uh, they always have pig's feet on the buffet, and uh, I've had it uh, several times there, and uh, it's it's just fatty pork. There's a lot of fat and weird tissue, but it's. Uh, just just tastes like pork fat. Pretty pretty damn good. So got no problem with a pig's foot. I ate a chicken foot uh one time. Yeah. I didn't care for that. 
That was that was a bit rough. That just seems like yeah, a bunch of sl- slippery toothpicks. Yeah. So I, there you go. I remember eating get like was it like chicken livers or something? They were out. It was an Asian place uh-huh. that I'm just on a skewer fried up. Uh huh. And it was one of those like oh man, it's it's weird to eat the organs. I'm like I'm already going to eat some other chicken parts. And I had them yeah. like oh these are great. Yeah, yeah. Gizzards and livers are both good. Uh, Jeremy, I'm assuming it's Jeremy the way he's spelled, Jeremy M. Wheeler. So just wondering if you checked out the In the Red Clay podcast. This one's mostly for Dave. It's a pretty badass telling of the Dixie Mafia story. Swear to God, you'll hear Dirty South playing in the background. I believe a good bit of it where they were talking about is near your hometown. So just wondering if you got any stories or local legends about the Dixie Mob. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah, you got Dixie I don't Mob? have any stories. Talk. Yeah, I'm stepping away from the mic, but I have my ear pods in. I'm going to get a beer, but I can still hear you, Dave. Go ahead. Um, when I grew up in uh, Woodstock, Georgia, uh, before I moved uh, up to Waleska, uh, when I, I spent probably ages four through twelve in Woodstock, Georgia, and back then we would hear uh, things about the Dixie Mob, and I never quite understood. I didn't have a point of reference. I didn't have any context. But then later, I didn't really understand what my dad would talk about. So-and-so's cousin is apparently in the Dixie mob. Uh, but then when I became a teenager, I started getting into, like, the Italian mafia, mob movies and stuff. Then I finally put the two together. Like, oh, like organized crime. Like this this underground, uh, you know, under underground crime. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Fuck Syndicate. But uh, syndicate, that's exactly the <laughs> Yeah, back to the mic just in for. time. Yeah, syndicate. and um, But, yeah, I would hear, because we were real uh, involved in the church growing up, and Woodstock back then was a real small town. Mm-hmm. So you would always just hear this gossip from uh, other people in the church. But, yeah, I, I was aware that the Dixie Mob was a thing. Oh, yeah, and then there were certain businesses uh, that were apparently owned by the Dixie Mob. And this one, one of the most popular restaurant restaurants in town uh, was called the Dixie Inn. Um, and it wasn't an inn. There was, it wasn't a, there was no lodging available. Uh, maybe there was way back in the day. But uh, just a little mom-and-pop restaurant called the Dixie Inn, and uh, apparently that was supposed to be owned by the uh, Dixie mob. So that's the only stories I heard, uh, Jeremy. I I don't have any real detail stuff, but yeah, growing up, I would hear about it. And, um, but yeah, speaking of the the dirty South drive by truckers reference, I mean, shit, they have so (laughs) many songs. Uh, I mean, they, they really have several songs that are, uh, that are based on allegedly. What are they like running booze and and stuff? Running booze, uh, doing a lot of like small time local politics in terms of like uh, construction. You know, <clears throat> it's uh, always construction. Why does it seem like construction yeah. is the e- most easily manipulated uh, business? <laughs> if you're a mobster, yeah. it's like those are the the unions and the teamsters and the fluffing the numbers. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why that. It maybe because like construction isn't permanent, so to speak. Like you can come in and build a building or build a house within a couple of months and then hit the road, you know, and then, I don't know, maybe it's as opposed to any other business that's just <clears throat> stable where, you know, there might be a paper trail that leads to you. I, I feel like because it's kind of a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of industry, I feel like there's a lot of uh, leeway on how to how to cheat the system. Well, and just dealing with contractors, the minimal amount here with the redoing the bathroom, everything, like, 
to say like a material cost this much. Well, who says that mm-hmm. the person, the the guy you buy your material from who's in on it? Like, oh, yeah. if you don't know yeah. about it, there's a thousand ways to finagle or say we're using this type of material, but it's hidden behind a wall anyway. So you'll never know. And then oh, yeah. like the guy, we had the guy that had to come sign off on permits and he just looked at one thing, was like, cock this, and then left. And the plumber was a fucking nightmare. And we're like, well, we got, we got a different, like, inspector to come out. He's like, actually, this is done wrong, this is done wrong. I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, this plumber's coming back for the fourth or fifth time tomorrow. He does, he's done nothing right this whole time. And because his name's on the permit, yeah. he's the one who has to keep come fixing it. Mm. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going off on a thing there. No, but th- that industry, and not to shit on anybody, I used to be, you know, do some of that stuff, but that industry attracts a lot of that because just if you're your own boss, you know, you're a small business owner and you've got no one other than the customer uh, to really answer to, there's uh, there's always going to be temptations to kind of Well, I'm sure like to, <clears throat> to cheat. A bar or a restaurant, man, look at your, like, if there's any comedians listening, make sure you look at your breakdown of expenses. That's... Mm-hmm. One that I learned was like, yep. okay, you said here that uh, hospitality, which is your food and drink backstage, says here uh, $200 for hospitality. I see a six-pack of Budweiser in a vegetable tray, and I'd like to see some receipts that tell me that cost you $200. Yeah. And I've done that. I'm like, oh, it must yeah. have been a miscalculation. Oh, it must have been a, oh, it must have been a, yeah, it must have been a, you uh, didn't count on uh, the art, yeah. uh, somebody with no tour manager actually looking at the paperwork is what you thought. Yeah, it must be a thing that you always do and usually get away with. That's yeah. That's what it must be. Yeah, so that's, yeah. yeah, there's always, like, ways to finagle numbers and get around that kind of shit. <clears throat> anyway. got stormy uh hey what the fuck sorry Um, sorry stormy yeah uh asians so yeah um asians where'd that come from yeah the the answer is as confusing as the question Um, is it yeah just you know am i missing out just blame it on the asians blame it on mexicans what blame, blame what I'm getting racial with it delicious Just food the fuck <clears throat> Bla- blame <Yeah. laughs> blame my ruined taste buds on the asians and the mexicans because it's hard for me to enjoy other cultures food ah, fuck Just hang up Dave on you. laughed and hung right. up on me again sorry about that it happens everybody don't worry about it yeah damn it he'll call here he is right. <clears throat> there he is <laughs> <clears throat> sorry dude he had a chuckle when he lost his connection. Yep. That was great. Stormy said, hey, what the fuck? And then you hung up on me. That that worked out. Yeah, there you go. Old Brendan uh, Townsend, if Bigfoot drove a car or a truck, what would it be? Dave? That's a good question. I mean, it's not a good question, but it's a fun question. Um, I think like a Toyota Camry. I think like outside of the cramped nature, Bigfoot doesn't have a place to drive, and he's low-key. He doesn't want to be spotted, so he's going to try and blend in. Champagne-colored, uh, older, uh, newer model Camry, but, but but not brand new. He doesn't want to turn any heads. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah. 
So yeah, my my uh, instinct was to say something like a international scout. I could see him driving an old four by four. Yeah, but I, my you thing know, is maybe, like, uh, but he's already got like he didn't want people asking him questions about his car. Yeah, that's true. But how's he going to cram into a Camry? He's going to a minivan or something. He would do it just like how uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger got in a car. In uh, Commando, you just tear the seat out and sit in the back. Yeah, that's true. Or however he did it when he actually did ride shotgun in a Jeep uh, during that Mount St. Helens uh, eruption that oh, killed big, a bunch Bigfoot of his Bigfoot uh, taking up the back colleagues. seat. <clears throat> Bigfoot with his head sitting Do you remember the sunroof. <laughs> a piece of that story about how they saw a Bigfoot meeting with uh, a sergeant or a lieutenant in the National Guard, then he got in a Jeep and rode away. Later, oh, dude. I want that to be true. <laughs> it's just you have just have to assume it's like it's like any kind of animal. Just also knowing, like, oh, I'll just get in this car because I know how what handles are. Although, yeah. watch that. Watch these. Uh, watch these octopus documentaries, dude. Yeah, I got to check that one out. Them figuring out how jars work and shit. Uh oh. <clears throat> oh yeah. Here's a good one. Uh, Alex Fisher, which conspiracy, if it turned out to be true, do you think would cause the most chaos in the world? Huh. You know what? This is... It's so hard to, like, ride this line of, like, okay, yeah, MK Ultra was true, and all these other... Man, I watched the Snowden movie about Edward Snowden. And about how he... Oh, yeah? It was an Oliver Stone movie, so it was pretty cheese dick. But just knowing... What's the name of the movie? I think it's just called Snowden. Maybe not, but it's about... it's uh, Yeah, it's just about how him realized they were like... Had free reign to spy on everybody through their devices. Uh And why he became a whistleblower and then got ousted, you know, exiled. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not exiled, they'll just arrest him if he comes back into the country. But the fact that that shit's true, but then... People cite that as a reason not to get a vaccine, and I'm still like, nah, but you should get that. Like, I, I don't have a hard um, uh, defensive one, but acceptance of the, or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh-huh. the government's fucked up, and they absolutely did tests, and they spy on us. Also, you should trust them when they say give a vaccine, because I do think that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Why. I just do. Um. You 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 trust the vaccine? Is that what you said? Well, I I yeah, because I don't think that's yeah. the way they're like. Just the same joke everybody makes, like, oh well, they're gonna fucking track you through a vaccine. It's like you are you already have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. They are, you already have a driver's yeah. license. You have registered your registered your taxes, where to vote, all this stuff. They don't need. And also, the people who are like, I'm not going to get a vaccine because I don't want to be tracked. Nobody gives a fuck about you, you dipshit. <laughs> Government's not coming to get me. Government doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. So, Man, I don't know. Um, I, I, haven't, I purposely haven't gotten a flu shot in 20 years. Because I I don't like the concept of the government injecting me with anything. Um, 
So then, of course, now the dilemma is, am I going to get the vaccine if it's made available to me? Um, yeah, in theory, I, I don't. But yeah, I, I know that that is not a great argument because there's a million different ways that uh, I could comply to the government, you know, in terms of like, all right, you know, you don't want to get a vaccine, but but you'll eat McDonald's, you know, or you'll eat food from the grocery store when we got the whole Monsanto thing and so, you know what I mean? So I know that argument of, like, I don't want the government putting nothing in my body is, is not a great one. But it's to my instinct yeah. is to be like, no, I, d- I don't want them putting anything in my body voluntarily. Um, I do, yeah, I do like the, yeah, I don't want them putting anything in my body. Anyway, let's go to Taco Bell again. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, or, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll drink this bottled water for, or, you know, municipal water there's there's many, my whole point here is uh, the conspiracy to answer alex's question uh if a, if there's any if there's a fraction of truth behind the theory of uh, agenda 21 and and population control where there there allegedly are multiple different ways that uh, the powers that be are killing off the population uh boy if any of that turned out to be true that would uh, i think that would create a bunch of chaos cuz who do you trust? What do you trust? You know, what kind of behaviors but would you what, have to change? Look around. What population control? What do you go, mean? Who's, go to Walmart. Well, that's, what population well, control that, is that's the. That's, well, that's maybe, maybe it's not happening actively, but maybe there there's a need for it. Maybe they're working on their plan. I think. Oh shit! I think it's aliens. I think aliens. Even though we saw them, I think if aliens were here and we're like, "Hey, yeah, I'm an alien," it's going to undermine all the religious aspects of that keep people together. Because oh. religions, I mean, religions still pushing a lot of ideologies forward. Yeah. So you show aliens, they're like, yeah. "No, there's either yeah, well, like, oh, no, God's not real because I'm here." And like, oh well, that. Collapses all that. That's what I. That's what I think. Aliens are real, and we've already been working with them. Although I would like Boy. it to be true. I would like that to be true too. That's so fascinating. That the concept of aliens walking among us is yeah. so fascinating to me. Although this, it's that a joke. I've been. Mind. It's a joke I've been making lately. About like I mean everybody's like am I getting old because of this or that I'm like I think I'm getting old because I think the Pope has been making some decent points lately. Really? <clears throat> yeah, Pope is like, uh, yeah, gay people can get married and that's not a big deal. And also we should uh, be very suspect of artificial intelligence. I'm like fucking Pope coming in with more yeah. agreeable points than the current president of the United States. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, and maybe. If it's if the Pope is like, by the way, also I got aliens here that help me uh, with the sermons like that. <laughs> I I would love to see that mix. That would fuck up everybody because you have the atheists that are like, I only believe in science, and therefore the probability of aliens aliens is like the Fermi paradox. Like it is reasonable given the exponential possibilities of life forms existing. But then the Pope is like, uh, there's aliens and they're Catholic. Like that would be hilarious to me. <laughs> That would be the best. Oh, that, that's that, funny. There's alien priests. That's they weren't molesting oh, those man. kids. They were probing them. 
<laughs> Oof. All right. I'm going to leave this. I'm going to walk back. I'm going to walk back from this one now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Sidlicious. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, boys. Dave, if you could add one non-traditional staple to the Thanksgiving menu, what would it be? Kyle or both, hopefully. What's your worst amateur night story? Keep oh. staying safe, guys. Amateur night story. Like open mics, I'm assuming? Yeah, I guess not. Um, not uh, I'll, poorly lit I'll answer that first one real quick. <laughs> oh, do I have some stories. Boom, um, Stan fell right on my nuts. <laughs> Man, I, th- I would like... Uh, I'm going to do this next year or soon, but uh, one Thanksgiving, I want to go all Cajun. I want to just do a whole Cajun Thanksgiving spread. I yeah. love Cajun food and any Cajun influence <laughs> on a, a traditional food. Uh, Stuffed but gator. Going off of that, I would like uh, some uh, some boudin on my Thanksgiving plate. Uh, could that, you that cook Cajun boudin? Could you is, cook a whole alligator on a spit like a pig? I'm sure you could. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Right. I don't know much about gator. I've had gator nuggets down in Florida, but it just, uh, the old cliche, it did, it did taste like chicken. Uh, so I, I've never it's had like flaky chicken beyond that in terms of gator. Yeah. I um, like, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. It, it just, it, I think the kind I had had so much breading, uh, that, you know, the, the breading to meat ratio was askew. Therefore I couldn't yeah. really get a good, mm-hmm. uh, good critique of the meat. But uh, yeah, I'd love to see. Uh, I love to. I love a couple of links of smoked boudin on my. I think that would go well with uh, the traditional fare. But, not uh, not mixed yeah. in with the with the stuffing, maybe like a Cajun stuffing. Maybe that too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that too. Yeah. But like, I would like. I want. I want to do like a Cajun fried turkey. I want to do you know some some Cajun sides. Some oh, face. That's what I wanted to ask. Did you see that whole thing about the Popeyes turkeys going around? No. You could get a turkey, a Cajun seasoned turkey from Popeyes this year. I'll look that. I'm going to look that up right now. I'm surprised that that, I I can't believe we're a week out of Thanksgiving now and I'm asking about this. I'm ashamed I wasn't aware of it. I Uh, usually get the newsletters from Popeyes. Yeah, I'm surprised Popeyes Cajun turkeys are back. That means they had them before. Huh. Cajun style turkey. Damn. That sounds good. I'm gonna have to get on that next year. My buddy got it. Oh boy. Uh well that second part of Sid's question. Worst uh you have any bad open mic stories? I mean open mics by nature are uh I think I think that's like when like when you see Marines crumbling and training like that's what open mics are meant yeah. to do <laughs> like they're so they're supposed to break you yeah like if you haven't had a moment yeah. where you questioned your whole way of life well at an open mic well like oh i'm number 30 out of 35 uh-huh. and that means that i only have maybe four guaranteed audience members if they choose to stick uh-huh. around yeah yeah, I I would uh that was my problem. Is I, I would not proudly, but I would like drive to, into Chicago so I'd make the commute <clears throat> from the burbs. And then if I was 35, like all right, I'm up at the end, but I already made the commute to get here and just sit there drinking for a few hours waiting to go on. 
and then be shit faced yeah. for my five minute set. But I'm trying to think of specific yeah. ones. I really only remember like the ones that were like kind of exceptionally good. Uh huh. The bad ones are just like, oh yeah, they're all gonna be <laughs> crummy. But the <clears throat> I remember yeah. just getting so frustrated with the logistics of some of these shows. Uh, in Atlanta, we had a lot of what I call ambush comedy, where oh, there'd be I a show that. at a yeah. at a Mexican restaurant. But there'd be no advertising in the restaurant. There wouldn't be a poster that said, tonight, 7 p.m., comedy night. There would be none of that. Uh, so we'd start the show. There'd be people just eating. They came to the restaurant just to have dinner. And then now, hey, everybody, we're about to start the show. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And then the show starts. And then the comics or the host are like giving the, the, the patrons shit because they're not paying attention or they're talking. They're like, and the patrons are like, I, what the fuck? I came here to eat fajitas. I didn't know about your show. And I just remember thinking like, well, a little advertising, a little warning or heads up could uh, alleviate a lot of these issues. But yes. no, just same fucking stupid logistical issues time and time again. And I remember just feeling like such a fucking turd doing those shows. Like, yeah. hey, people who did not come for this. Listen up. And just how many people are like you see they're just upset. Like they're they're mad they're spending money on that food now. Yeah. Yeah. Like motherfucker. That <clears throat> I mean and I get it. If I went to go eat barbecue and halfway through the meal a fucking poetry slam broke out, I'd be fucking furious. Let's be honest, Dave. <laughs> anything anything interrupting you eating barbecue. <laughs> would be an affront True. it would be an affront to whatever god you might still yeah. believe in somebody yeah. could come in and be like listen bigfoot's outside and he wants to meet you and you'd be like i'm not done i'll make some time between third and fourth helpings but tell him he can wait tell him to tell him to wait in the jeep <laughs> <laughs> oh god <clears throat> oh yeah i think that's <clears throat> i did i did always hate those it's at a restaurant and they told nobody that there was going to be a comedy show major corn dog asked which one of you guys smells worse <laughs> good good one that's a battle of the titans right there <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! I, I I do pretty good. I try to now that I now that I have my own shower and toilet. I try to stay on top of all. Oh, that. you got your own bathroom? No, no. I just not my own. I just meant uh, from the van days. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so sure. ever since I got yeah. out of the van, indoor uh, bathing. You know, it's an opportunity. Yeah, it's an running opportunity running water is what you meant to say. <laughs> really stay on top of that hygiene. I don't have to. I'm not fucking shuffle through a gauntlet of old man balls just to get to the shower anymore. So that's nice. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I used like to have a bunch of Russian, bunch of Russian dudes at my gym when I was in the van. <laughs> and boy, they just they just hang out naked. Like I get like, all right, I'm changing and I'm not you know bashful or whatever. So, you know, but they would like 
they were, it was like their time to shine. It was like, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym so I can hang out naked for 45 minutes. Yeah, if you, see, if you see a Russian's balls, if you look at them directly, that's called an Eastern promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen so many Russian scrotums. You got, a lot of, you got to keep a lot of Eastern promises, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I let it ride around here, especially when it's cold and so there's no sweat. I don't know. If I, let, if I, if I ride a bike, I'll do it. But otherwise, it's really the only thing that's getting me to bathe. That or Rachel going, <laughs> come on, man. I you really, don't like a good shower uh, just even when you don't need it? I love, I love a good, hot, unnecessary shower. It's, it's just relaxing. Well, yeah, and I don't want to paint it as depressing, but we have gotten to a point where we'll just bathe because it's something to do. <laughs> like, uh, let's try and change, try and change our mood with a shower. Oh my god! So right now, it's probably me, old major corn dog. Uh, Brandon oh, Howard's man. got a good one here. How close do you yeah. think we are to total recall type technology? Much like Patton Oswald's bit about a suicide pill that makes you feel as if your legacy is complete, a total recall style pill that allows you to take a three week vacation to Bora Bora in a normal night's rest would be more addicting than any drug out there. Part two, if it were such a thing, what type of choose your own adventure version would you like to become? There's a few... I mean, I'm, I think there's a few Black Mirror episodes like this. There's that movie that came out with, like, Mick Jagger in the mid-'90s. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I do. I can't remember the name of it. I didn't see it. But I that always caught my eye on the thumbnail or the, or the box because, like, what the fuck is Mick Jagger doing in a? An, I think Angela Bassett was in that movie, too. Uh-huh. Oof. If I if, huh. you know there's some people like if that's who's going to kill me, let it happen. Angela Bassett. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You see her in uh, What's Love Got to Do with It playing Tina Turner? No, Get I have I have not seen that. Maybe I got to put that I need some new movies. So I think what I think cuz man, Tina Turner already a boss oh. and then Angela Bassett yep. playing yep. Tina Turner. I also love all these yeah. stories coming out about Dolly Parton. Yes, being the yes. new like uh, all her f- American she's hero, funding all these <clears throat> vaccines. Yeah, and she's somebody a national treasure. Somebody made some observation like that's a perfect example of somebody who's proud of their culture, but also appreciates other culture. You can be proud of who you are and Absolutely. where you're from, and not make it be some dividing issue. Is more of like a oh, and let Absolutely. me let, let, please share your culture with me as well. Um, yeah, <clears throat> Absolutely. But anyway, uh, it's so, a great uh, example of that. Yeah, so let's let's make sure she's safe. <clears throat> Did I ever tell you uh, real quick that uh, my dad sold her a stereo system? I think I talked about really? that on my dad's funeral episode. But uh, yeah, my dad uh, used to work at uh, Woolco. Uh, it was like kind of like a Target <clears throat> back in the day. He was like the credit manager at Woolco or something. And then for like Mm -hmm. a week, he had to fill in in the electronics department. Like the guy, the electronics guy was on vacation. So my dad had to pivot and sell stereos for a week. And this was like mid 60s, probably. He's he's probably in his mid 20s, uh, fresh out of the army. And uh, 
probably late 60s. And uh, one day, Dolly Parton walks in, wants to buy a home stereo. And my dad like spent like 30 minutes with her, helping her pick out the right one. Oh, and sold I bet, it to her. Yeah, I bet anybody yeah. would be happy. Late 60s, Dolly yeah. Parton? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Young How Dolly? can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, said she was uh, just nice as could be. Just uh, real down to earth. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, Big Dolly fan. Um, well, back to Brandon's question. Yeah. How the fuck did we get to Dolly Parton from this question about suicide pills? I don't know. <clears throat> I think, well, I, I think it, I think we are very close to that type of thing. Something that, um, I think with right now, how much they're leaning into psilocybin as a treatment for depression. Ooh. Now imagine, like, imagine you're on your deathbed anyway. You get juiced full of fucking Molly morphine and psilocybin. Huh. You're not even going to want to come back from that. That's true. But uh, I do. Well, this was us. I read this a while back, but about how, you know, Japan's birth rate is dropping for a multitude of reasons. But one of them is that. People are like so like the I'm mixing up my old news stories, but that you could one is you could essentially never leave your home. You could have food delivered and we're only a short amount of time away from getting food that instead of having flavor or anything, you just eat it for sustenance like a pill. And then you have virtual reality. So the desire to go out and like meet somebody to mate that's going to be taken. When you work from home, you virtually have sex from home, and your food gets delivered to you. So you can do that now. Yeah. But, like, creating fantasy lands that people don't want to leave, I think that's in, I think that's happening now. I don't think it's an advancement of technology. I think it's just how people's brains are developing when you're only... Not to be like, oh, video games rock kids, but I'm not going to say that. But if you're only doing that all day, like your world is going online for everything, for entertainment, for yeah. work, for sexual pleasure, it's there. So, well, and I, I mean, that's kind of my life right now, uh, to a to a lesser degree. But and I justify it because of COVID. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go to the grocery store today. I'm going to dial up Instacart, let them bring it to me. Or I'm not going to go out to a restaurant, but I'm tired of cooking. I'm going to dial up DoorDash. Like, and I, I don't, I'm not one of these people that thinks, I definitely don't think COVID is fake, but I do acknowledge that it's the timing and the circumstances of if you want to control the population, keep them indoors yeah, you know, it just seems like weird timing that that all this technology is advancing the way it is right when we're having a basically universal lockdown. I mean, well, kind of. You know, I, I know not everybody it, is if it was true, locked yeah. down, but like a global pandemic. Yeah, but if they really wanted to control you by keeping you indoors, there'd be some sort of debt forgiveness. 
or rent alleviation, True. which there isn't. So they're True. creating more outdoor people. So if they really want to control them, they'd be like, oh, yeah, let's cover your bills for a while so you stay inside and are easily manipulated instead of like, oh, hey, you know True. how you don't have time for video games because we're going to shut your power off? So I don't think that's yeah. the intent yeah. that's, uh, that they're employing now. But I think it's here already. I think that – I think – the technology's there. It's just it's, it'll be bundled in a way where somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, here's your escape, like not escape room, but escape reality room. Like, here's your virtual reality room that's hooked up to your flashlight and your IV that gives you your nutrients." So, uh huh. That uh, that's I'm sure that's a military experience already. Yeah. Anyway. Mogan Brown. Mogan? Maybe it should have been Morgan. I don't know. Mogan Brown. Hey, guys, I've got a Dear Abby quandary. So over the summer, I purchased a winter coat from a certain British sportswear company that over the years has been patronized by aging punk dudes trying to dress fancy, but who lately have been co-opted by a particular hate group. I get it. Anyway, I really like the coat, but I'm finding myself... I'm finding... Myself feeling self-conscious wearing it in public, especially now that I've moved from Chicago to Central Oregon, where I worry the people I encounter at the grocery store would recognize it more for those man-baby turds and not because I think I have great taste in second-wave ska. Bomber jacket, I'm thinking. Should I keep my <laughs> coat in the closet or should I wear what I like because fuck those guys. They don't get to own something I've liked since the 90s just because the hack comedian who started their group as a prank also liked polo shirts. Yes, I know. All the stuff you're uh, what is it? You got a Fred? You got a Fred Perry? Fred Perry shirt, bomber jacket. You know what's funny is that uh, who's that? Uh, oh, the the old PBs. <laughs> Fuck those turds! What a bunch of fucking tools. The proud with the proud boys. Uh, proud boy, uh, proud boy. You see that video <laughs> going around a few weeks ago of uh, some like a, an initi- initiation? They were like beating in. A new proud boy, but it was so fucking lame. Anyway, I did not see that fuck one. those guys. Um, I would think that you could wear it with, like, uh, Nazi punks fuck off shirts or pins in it to really uh-huh. dress. Because yeah. that's what I didn't realize, that the that skinheads, now this the story that I heard, which was very interesting... So that the skinheads were originally just it was just a blue collar movement in England, and actually, uh-huh. the story I heard is because so many people like uh, came from the Caribbeans, where like the English had their ah, what is it colonies or I don't know what not colonies but whatever it was in the fifties and sixties brought workers over from the Caribbean to England, maybe during the Second World War. I'm not sure, but. Because they all had dreadlocks, uh, Rastafarians with dreadlocks, they were made to shave their heads because of working in factories, and the long dreadlocks were like a hazard. So it was the Uh white co-workers that would shave their heads in solidarity. And I could be wrong. Uh This is just a story I was told. I did not read it somewhere. It was relayed to me that this is one of the reasons that it started as a blue-collar movement. 
that they shave their heads in solidarity with their Rastafarian co-workers. And then the look was just blue collar. Doc Martens are blue collar. That kind of look. And then it got co-opted by the Nazis. Because there was always like skinheads that were not racist. They were still dickheads, but they were not. They were called sharps. They were skinheads against racial prejudice in Chicago. Yeah. And I mean, I still have. I still like Doc Martens and Dickie's pants. I I like the look. And also, I was shooting a thing in San Francisco at a sex shop years ago. And one of their whole line of clothing was like super eighties looking oi stuff. Like gay dudes were just into that eighties oi look. So uh-huh. I think that you can wear whatever you want, and if you're worried about it, you could put uh an accessory that also says like I'm not one of those jagoffs. This look yeah. this look is uh this look they don't get to take this. I'm pissed that they took Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense that these far right idiots would co-op shit. I mean, they're the most unoriginal group of fucking retards. Yeah. Sorry. You know, you're not supposed to use that. But like even uh, make America great again. That was Ronald Reagan's fucking slogan. You got the MAGA man march, whatever. They're fucking biting the million man march. Like the, there's no originality. On that side of the fence, they're all just fucking biting all kinds of shit and trying to claim it as their own. That's what, the, the fucking MAGA thing. Like, no one wants to point out, not that he's held to some artistic standard, but like, that's fucking Reagan's thing from not that long ago. Well, I thought that was why they're like, oh, we're rekindling this Reagan era. Yeah, maybe it was, Republican. but it just, it, it, there was such a sense of like, I don't know, you could just, that sense of, Proud ownership of mm-hmm. this is our thing. Like you didn't come up with it. Well, I, yeah, that's 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 their biggest problem is that they're unoriginal. I would tell you, yeah, I I think you can. I think you could wear this. I think you could wear this look. If I saw somebody with that look, I would first think ska dude, oi dude, and then think like, oh wait, Nazis also wear this outside of the movie American History X. Because in the eighty in the nineties, if you saw somebody with that look, it was like kind of a bet that like, oh, these guys are, they're either Nazi skins or they're fucking the anti-racist skins who still showed up just to be jagoffs at shows, even though they stood for racial uh-huh. unity. They're still just a bunch of like they were still just bullies. Yeah, but they'd bully you if they thought you were being racist for anything. I got punched in the stomach because I bumped into a dude. You don't mosh to ska. I'm a tiny man. I got pushed into him. He just grabbed me and punched me in the stomach. I'm like, fuck whatever you stand for. You're a jagoff regardless of your ideals. You're a dickhead. You're a bad representation of a good cause. Yeah. Anyway, throw a few pins on there. Throw throw a Nazi punk's fuck off shirt underneath it. Then, But then you'll get the fucking real Nazi. Central Oregon, though, far more likely to run into actual Nazis than ska fans, I think. So... Man, we only got to like five uh, questions. <laughs> yeah, no, we got more than that. No, this will definitely uh, we'll definitely get to uh, the rest of these next month. Uh, real quick, Noah Nelson, Kyle, how's the S and M coming along? Look, oh, that's the bike, that's the BMX bike I'm working on. Oh, brand okay. brand is S and M, yeah. Not to be confused with your 50% off up your butt from Adam and Eve. Um, 
I'm still unclear on the what's the S and what's the M. I know sadomasochism, but I forget. If I'm into the masochism, what do I like? BD, do I like? BDSM. B- bondage uh-huh. dominate. Domination. I'm in front of a computer. Let's go from Popeye's Cajun Turkey to what is BDSM? When I'm <laughs> when I'm pounding my balls with the uh, piping hot water out of the detachable shower head, am I, I essing or am I imming? I think you're Dean. I think you're just Davin is what you're doing. <clears throat> oh, okay. Let's see. Bondage discipline. Well, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Sadomasochism. So, what? <coughs> that dominance. So, all right. Charlie, shut up. <clears throat> Sadism and masochism. Let's see which is which. Oh, fuck. I don't know. There's a bunch of shit going on. This is a lot of reading. I don't know. Uh, anyway, they, people can look it up. It's, uh, hey, if it gets you off. That all just not, seems it, like a lot of work. It That's, I don't, uh, I just, not to get that. Like if you're having that much sex that you need a whole room of your house for it, good yeah. for you. I just yeah. wonder if like if, is, is it like one of those things where you realize like oh we got this room that we're not really using, let's explore it. Are you really sacrificing? Like well the kids will be fine with bunk beds because we need this other room for uh, stepping on each other's tits. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Anyway, bike's getting there, man. Uh, I got it all disassembled, stripped paint down. Now I just got to get parts to put it back together. Uh, man, I'm liking those videos. I'm liking the videos, by that, the way. Those are the two pretty uh, comprehensive ones. The rest of it's just little little bits. So we'll see We'll see what else we get out there. But I'm glad you like them. Yeah, man. Hey, let's, uh, well, let's here. get one more pick. Do another one, and then we'll wrap it up. I like this one since uh, you had asked the uh, solicited questions a week ago. Jeff Riley says, "Hey guys, happy Turkey Day! Happy Turkey Day to everybody!" Yeah. What bit from your individual careers are you most proud of, or are your favorites? <laughs> it's a good way to say. Oh, what boy. are you? Th- what are you thankful for in your? There's a lot of good questions here, by the way, everybody. We're going to get to them for next month. We're just going to go back into this. Batch of questions. Or or I will say Savage Narden has a good one. What was the biggest scandal that went down at your high school? I have a few, so we could do that one. Huh. You had a scandalous um, high school. No, I'm trying to think. Eh. We had I had a couple. Um not to blow off Jeff's question, but uh uh, a guy on my football team molested his nephew or his cousin. And uh, another guy on my football team uh, stabbed a dude on the bus. Ooh. Was pretty big. Big yeah, knife, stabbed little him knife? In the leg. Just like a uh, pretty like, four-inch pocket knife. Uh, just, just buried it in this guy's thigh. This guy was wow. bullying him all year. And uh, this dude just buried this fucking guy. Oh, he stabbed a bully. All right. He stabbed a bully in the thigh. Charlie, chill out, buddy. Charles. Good Lord. Shut up. 
I'm an abusive dad. He's just working on it. He just loses his fucking mind. Yeah, someone knocked. That's all right. He's protected. We're not going to edit this out. You said before he protected people. Yeah. His thing is though he doesn't he doesn't know when to turn it off. I don't know what's going on with him, but anyway, we got a package. All right, everybody, calm down, Charlie. Anyway, what was I? Yeah, dude stabbed a guy in the thigh. Another guy diddled his cousin. Those are the two big... Uh, we had another one, <laughs> buddy of mine, uh, somehow got a hold of about 100 chickens and let them loose in the... Uh, <laughs> well, that, in the, that the most uh, country fucking scandal you could come up with. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we had 100 chickens let loose in the hallway one time. That was, that was exciting. <laughs> that's about it, though. That's, that's all I can think of. What about you? You had a few? Oh, yeah, we had... <clears throat> Good old Addison, Illinois... The town that brought you, what's Addison famous? The singer for Material Issue, and then uh, one lady got uh, her baby, murdered and her baby cut out of her womb. Uh, That was where we used to deliver pizzas when we were the only people that delivered pizzas there because the places like Pizza Hut and Domino's didn't have the insurance to cover their drivers for it. (laughs) But we would deliver there. Uh, but, uh, high school we had, uh, I think when I was a freshman or sophomore, the on prom weekend, the quarterback of our football team, uh, oh, yeah. beat up a guy and murdered him. Like, mm. like, like kicked him and he died on prom yeah. weekend. So that was one. And then his brother pushed his girlfriend out of a moving car. Classy family. Uh, Jesus. yeah, that was them. That was the big drama there. And then, uh, what was the, oh, and then the Spanish, they do like some like study abroad, or, like did a summer trip for the Spanish class where all the kids went to Spain and it was just a rampant orgy. And I think that the rumor was the teacher slept <laughs> with a few students, but yeah, everybody's oh. just shit faced and fucking the whole time, like the whole trip. Wow. So that, like that, but that the teacher like hooked up with a, with a student was a thing um and then uh just general suburban racism the italians and the mexicans were always fighting then that's where we got i told you me and my buddy joe started our own gang called the amish kings (laughs) i told you about that (laughs) one right yeah 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 you got in trouble yeah the gang officer is like i get it uh first off you're damaging school property also they uh they don't see the humor in it they will they will hurt you, so you should stop doing this. <laughs> oh, that is so funny, the Amish kings. But yeah, it was it was that it was that it was that that promer, and then that dude's. Oh no, that was somebody else that drove around the wrong side of a parked school bus and killed a kid. Damn, yeah. we had uh, two people the year after high school. Uh, two people that I went to high school with uh, murdered two different cases of murder. Uh, One was a girl, this like Indian gal that I knew uh, she and her boyfriend murdered a dude and cut his head off. So that was big news uh, right after high school. And then another guy that I played uh, baseball with, ironically uh, beat a man to death with a baseball bat uh, in front of that man's kid. Fuck. It was some, uh, 
I'm trying to th- guy the the uh, the murderer was driving his truck through these back roads, and he was uh, I guess going too fast. And a guy standing out in the yard with his kid yelled at him to slow down. He puts it in reverse. Words are exchanged. He beat the guy to death with a baseball bat. The fucking like five year old kid just sat there and watched. <clears throat> well, I uh, mean that was the case with the quarterback. Terrible. Like just thought like oh I'm going to beat this guy up. <laughs> Not. Uh, for- from the reports was just like, you know, quick little fight and then like kicked him or something while he was down. Uh-huh. Didn't know he did that. And then they, when the police caught him, like, no, he died. The dude went into shock. <clears throat> and Jeez, we saw him. I mean, I don't know so how scary. he did a f- however many years and got out on good behavior, but you'd see him. He had like white hair in his late 20s. Damn. And was, I think, going around to schools talking about violence and like really trying to reconcile. But you know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm just as good. And I've never even been in a fight. Like fuck that guy, kick his ass. Like, you talk like there were so many stories about. Oh yeah, somebody just fell and hit their head after getting in a fight, and they died. Dude, that's so scary. <clears throat> when I had my altercation about a year ago, when I when I punched that dude out, yeah. that's uh, when I when I punched him, and then I saw that his he his lights went out and he was just starting to collapse. I literally like had to catch his head. As he fell backwards because I didn't want him to crack his melon and make it, you know, die. Yeah, like, that was... that's. I don't know. I don't know how I had the wherewithal to think about that immediately, but like, as soon as I punched him and I saw his eyes roll back and he just started collapsing, I just thought, "Oh shit! Don't let him smash his head on the ground." That we had some like f- like distant family friend somehow known in the fat, but yeah, like got in a fight in a city and just got punched and then fell, but hit his head on the sidewalk. Yeah, uh, that kind of shit. There was a, there was a few of those. The best uh, El Burrito Tapatio still, mm, man. I, they 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 were some of the best burritos in the game. I'll tell you, El Burrito Tapatio on Lake Street. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it came out and just <clears throat> words were exchanged. So some dude pulls like a mag light out of his car and beats the shit out of a guy and he dies. Um, Good lord! It's a few of those. My buddy Bob. Came home one night. It was like police tape. Couldn't even get to his house because the dude, this guy, had the grave dug in the yard already for his girlfriend when she showed up and stabbed her a ton of times. Ooh. And then she made her way down the block, Jeez. banging on doors, and she lived. Good God! Yeah. So there was a. I don't know. Like, are all towns ha- like like this? Like you hear all these like crime, like these podcasts about small town crimes. I'm like, ah, man, yeah. we had. I mean, I lived on the. I didn't live on the rough, rough part of town, but I lived on the side of town where it was like robberies and shit like that and gangs. But yeah, not the. Uh, did I tell you about my kid who stabbed his girlfriend did, thirty times? <laughs> did I tell you about my neighbor who got murdered back in '97? I don't know if I told that story. No. I was living uh, living in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, this is '97. I was working in radio. Uh, had a little studio apartment and a uh, apartment complex. I was not that this matters, but I was literally the only white person in this entire complex. Mm-hmm. It was all Latino, and, and uh, I got to know a lot of my neighbors. And the, you know, it was, it was a good time. They were all. It was kind of a tight knit community. Everybody kind of looked out for everybody. But two doors down uh, was. Uh, a Latino lady. Uh, she's she's older than me at the time, probably 
Call those Latinas. <clears throat> Latina, yeah. Sorry. And, or Latinx. Uh, anyway. Latinx, no. Yeah, yeah. I can't keep up. But this was literally just two doors down because I lived, it was like, uh, it looked like, it was set up kind of like a little motel. And yeah. uh, just studio apartments, just boom, 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 boom. Uh, so two doors down, I come home one day and the, there's like 40 police there. There's police tape everywhere. And uh, she had just broken up with an abusive boyfriend. Her brother came up from Mexico because the boyfriend had threatened her. I guess there was a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, domestic violence, a lot of back and forth. So boyfriend, uh, a brother comes up to stay with her for a few weeks after this really tumultuous breakup. Uh, ex-boyfriend thinks that the brother is a new lover, knocks on the door, brother answers the door, shot him in the face with a shotgun, killed him. Jesus Christ. Just, just hanging out with his sister. Yeah, two doors down. That was nuts. Just execution style, boom, shotgun. So that was that was uh, big news in the apartment complex back in the day. Yikes. So a lot of a lot of fun, uplifting stories today on this one. <clears throat> There's crime so. everywhere, man. <clears throat> yeah, no, nobody's in a totally safe community. Or if you are, no. it's even more sinister crime. It's the rich, uh, dear John, or whatever that podcast was. About Newport Beach. Oh or yeah, something. dirty, dirty John, dirty, John. dirty John. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was. I didn't hear the podcast. I, I watched the show. It was pretty good. I should listen to that podcast. Well, anyway, we had a murder uh, yesterday uh, about <clears throat> ten blocks away. Road rage murder. Uh, you're in Long Beach. I don't know Beach. if it was. It's Long Beach, man. They knew each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, long, long all beach. right, man. You live it's in a, a city. You're going to have yeah. murders. <laughs> uh, it's a good stopping point, I guess. These are a bunch of good questions. We'll definitely uh, we'll, uh, pull from this batch next month and may- maybe the month after that. There's a bunch of them here. So, uh, Hell yeah. Any, what's going on tonight? Any plans? Nah, I'm just going to drink some beers. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll play some games on the old... Uh, on the old Twitch, I don't know. Oh, right. I missed. I, I was trying to do it every every Tuesday, and I missed yesterday because I just had the the bum outs, man. Yeah, I wasn't feeling fun. I'm trying Shake to get yourself out of that, man. I'm trying. I'm trying not to be such a sad little bitch all the time. Oh man, I forgot to mention this in the regular episode uh, the other day, but um, one of my new passions is getting stoned as hell. Uh, putting on some records and then putting a nature doc on on mute and watching how that shit matches up sometimes. Anyway, Amazon Prime documentary called Seasons. And I've seen it twice, both times in mute, so I don't know what really what the fuck it's about. It's nature. And I think it's all focused on uh, the, the wildlife of the UK. Okay. But, dude, it looks like a movie. It looks like fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh. And it's some of the shots, some of the cinematography, it doesn't, it looks CGI, but it's not. There's a whole sequence where a pack of wolves are chasing a herd of wild horses. And some of the shots and camera angles are fucking mind blowing. Yeah. So that might be fun. Get get high as shit and watch seasons. Once that and planet you will not Earth. Be disappointed. <clears throat> Once that planet Earth stuff came out. And then I, I learned that because with Planet Earth, they were still doing a lot of shots from hot air balloons. 
uh-huh. because the drones would make too much noise and scare the animals. So they still had to just like go up in a hot air balloon with a camera and hope they saw some shit. Yeah. But I'm on board with you about nature docs. Like I like I was saying in the regular episode, man, the 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 I, I haven't seen the octopus in me one on Netflix. The one I saw was on that canopy app. But uh-huh. it's uh there's some there's some uh, remarkable stuff that's real. We don't even have to wonder if it's real, like aliens or anything. It's real right now. Yeah, sea creatures, man, deep sea. The stuff, the Chinese submarine that just spent like a manned operation in the Marianas Trench, Marianas, Mariana, Mary Lou Hunter Trench, uh-huh. the deepest part of the ocean. <laughs> And there's just weird shit down there that nobody's ever seen before. And oh, that's yeah. cool. There's no telling what's going there's on. Mad, there's, hey, there's, there's, uh, there's mysterious stuff that is not s- meant to terrify you out there, everybody. And you should dig it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Well, you go, uh, you go cheer up, man. I'm getting there. Get your, get your mind right, buddy. I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, patrons, thank you so much. Spread the word. We love you and the Lord loves you. Wear a mask. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Hell yeah.